What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ableton Live Music Producer Podcast with Dan Giffen. Uh, today, I'm going to share with you the new updates with Ableton Live 10 from Ableton 9, which will be released sometime, most likely in March of 2018. And I'm going to go through all the new log changes that have been updated with Ableton 10. And there's a million things in here. Um, I went through and have been beta testing about for the last three months or so. And I'm going to share with you uh, basically a quick run through of everything that I grabbed that I thought was interesting with the new changes. So starting out with the setup, um, you can basically now name the audio input and output channels and preferences, which is great if you're setting up an interface in the studio or for live performance and you just want to do a quick recall of the inputs and outputs for each track. You can now name them, which is super dope. Uh, you can also change the sound of the metronome, which is really great for those of you who just hear the click over and over in your head and it makes you go insane. So now you've got three different options. You can change the different sounds. I kind of like the wood block recording. It's kind of fun. Uh, another change is you can toggle your computer MIDI keyboard with M. Uh, Ableton now defaults to having the computer MIDI keyboard off. So if you wanted to play notes on your laptop or on your computer keyboard as a desktop, it doesn't matter. Um, but Command M is um, was for MIDI mapping and now just M is for your computer MIDI keyboard. So that's a nice update. Uh, the new Ableton 10 has a ton of new quick edits and shortcuts is a part of that. So there's a lot I feel like that they did to make your workflow much quicker. And it's really, really kind of nice to be able to work quicker in Ableton so you don't go insane trying to do the same thing over and over. Um, like as if you're using Pro Tools or whatever, I feel like you can do everything 10 times faster in Ableton, which is why I love Ableton and a lot of people do too. Um, they actually improved the speed performance um, for 64-bit Windows for all you Windows users. Um, also, you can now download live packs in the packs folder in the browser of Ableton. You can um, see any packs you haven't downloaded from your account in your Ableton.com account, and you can see them in real time as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection, and packs will download directly into your browser um, just by selecting them, and they install 20 times faster, or I'm sorry, 20% faster. But yeah, so that's pretty dope. Uh, in the browser, uh, you have a colors feature, so now you can color coordinate all your favorite presets and sounds and folders by color. I'm actually colorblind, so it really doesn't matter a whole lot to me, but I think it's pretty great that everybody else can see and can use the colors feature. Um, also, the locate button was improved. If you have a missing file when you open a project, you see that red bar at the bottom of the screen that says you have missing files, and it makes you want to cry and you rip your hair out trying to find those files. Now it's a lot easier to do with the locate button, and it doesn't rescan the entire folder, so it, it goes through the contents of the folders in the directory much faster than it did before. Um, also, you can see now in the user library and the current project folders in the browser, uh, have a locate folder and show and finder command. So you can just click on um, something or a folder and just see exactly where it is stored on your computer really quickly inside Ableton. Uh, there's a lot of other things in here. This is going to be a multiple part podcast, but uh, I'm just going to be running through the first couple things. This is all the boring stuff and we'll get to a lot of the good stuff later with the new instrument updates and things like that. Uh, but the next thing is file handling has improved. You can now encode MP3 files, which is great as an alternative to WAVE or AAC. 
Um, also, Ableton is nice enough to do automatic backups of up to 10 previous saves of a project, which is displayed in the current project folder. That's fantastic. Uh, also, when you're saving a live set, the undo history is no longer cleared. So if you need to go back and undo after you've already saved the project, now you can. And that should put a big smile on everybody's face because we know we've all done it, or if you haven't, at some point you will, when you accidentally hit save and you're like, oh crap, and you can't go back. Now you can. Uh, and also, when you open and close Ableton, it opens and closes five to 10 times faster. So fast is good. Ableton just got quicker in a nutshell. Um, a couple quick improvements also include pen tablet mode. So if you want to use Ableton on a tablet, it now is easier with the cursor. And you can also assign the color of individual clips to the color of the track in bulk, which is great. This is the first part of a multi-part podcast. Uh, go to learnabletononline.com to sign up for a future Ableton class, and I'll see you guys again. So this is part two of the new updates with Ableton Live 10. And uh, basically continuing where we left off, arrangement editing has really improved in a lot of ways. Um, they changed the way automation lanes are displayed in arrangement view. So now you can toggle on and off by hitting um, the button A to open up automation lanes and then basically toggle out of them, which really helps you as far as like editing the actual clips, the MIDI clips and audio clips separately from the automation you wanna do. And as always, automation in Ableton is the best feature, one of the best features about Ableton and why a lot of people start using it. Um, but now automation just got a lot more simple with editing between your different views and arrangement view. Um, also, they added what's called chasing MIDI notes, which basically means whenever, say, the playhead was playing in the middle of a MIDI note on a clip in arrangement view or anywhere, what would happen is Ableton would, it would wait, just like a lot of other DAWs, to actually play a sound until the beginning of the MIDI note was launched. And now you can play in the middle of a MIDI note and it'll pick up the sound exactly where it should be in that part of the grid on the timeline. So you never have to have um, something playing before the note starts to actually hear the note if it's in the middle of a note. Anyway, so that's pretty cool. Also, you can click S to show the full arrangement. So if you're zoomed in pretty close working on a part and you just hit S, it'll take like all the way out so you can see all the tracks and everything happening in the project. That's kind of nice. You can edit multiple MIDI clips in one view at the same time. And that is like the best Christmas gift ever. So like basically you can just work on multiple MIDI clips at the same time. So say you have multiple drum racks in different tracks. And now in arrangement view, you can just highlight multiple clips and you can see the loop bracket in each clip and you can go through and surgically edit and group edit multiple clips on different tracks together. So that just is another amazing workflow enhancement, which is why we love Ableton. You can also do nested groups. So you can have like a group inception where you're just grouping groups inside of other groups and that's pretty awesome. You can create like multiple buses, you can organize things and just start routing tracks within other tracks within other tracks in a whole new level that we couldn't do before. So that's pretty cool. Uh, automation also um, is improved in some other ways. Uh, you can double click on an automation lane and instantly snap in marker points. So anywhere you double click is going to lock in a new dot for your automation. So you can just double click really quick across the, the timeline and it'll just snap in exactly where your cursor is at, which is pretty tight. Also, uh, global automation can happen with A. So you can get in and out of your automation mode, like I mentioned earlier. 
Um, and then if you hold down Alt while resizing one track, now it resizes all the tracks at the same time. Um, so you can keep everything organized and pretty, which is great for people who are OCD like myself. Also, diving into the mixer controls, there's some great updates with the mixer controls. Uh, you can now change a track's pan control to split stereo pan mode, which is cool. You can make tracks super wide or take more control of your stereo mix for each individual track. That's pretty cool. It's also now possible to route an individual drum rack pad audio output into one of its parent drum rack return, tra return chains. I'm sorry. In other words, basically you can create return chains within a drum rack to be used as mix buses. So dropping a compressor in there or basically group editing audio effects within the drum rack itself just got to a whole new level, which is really great and saves you from having to create new return tracks outside the drum rack and saves you uh, a lot of time, gives you more options. So that's cool. Uh, also, there's capture, which I think is one of the biggest features as far as the update with Ableton 10 is basically um, any track that is set to monitoring on auto and um, anything that is an unarmed track, if the monitor is set to in, then as if you're playing any mini, MIDI notes, if you're playing a MIDI note on a MIDI controller or whatever, you're coming up with a new line or a new phrase, Ableton's always recording that in the background up to, I believe, three minutes. And so basically what you can do is you can hit the capture button and it'll just recall anything you're playing even though Ableton wasn't recording it. You weren't telling Ableton to record, but it can still recall things in MIDI notes in the background that you're playing. So there's never that moment of being like, oh crap, I should have been recording that. And now Ableton did and it can lock it into a new clip and it actually adjusts the tempo and does an average of what you're playing in real time to lock in the tempo of what you're playing for the last three minutes. So this is another section of the updates to the Ableton Live 10, and we'll continue in a second. Hello everyone, we're going to continue the new updates with the Ableton Live 10. Um, the next thing on the list that I wrote down, uh, we have Max for Live improvements. So now Max is bundled in Live Suite, and you don't have to um, externally install it anymore. So if you went into your account to download Ableton, now, as long as you have Suite, um, Max for Live is actually included in that download, so you don't have to download it separately. And it's now also possible to route devices and device chains to Max for Live devices. Uh, so all of you Max users, you can now route devices into other devices if you're on that next level, which is pretty cool, and you can do some really creative things that have never been done before with that. So on uh, my favorite terms, we have the new devices and new instruments. So this is probably like heaven on earth to most people that use Ableton. If you're just getting an Ableton and you're new, this probably won't be like as exciting. But uh, we have something called the Echo, which is super dope. Um, and Echo is basically like the ping pong delay and the reverb had a baby. Um, with the filtered delay. So it's like three delays plus the reverb mixed into one basically. And it also has a deeper level. You can play with like the LFO inside of it. It also gives you like a gate and a ducking feature um, behind the reverb and the, and the delay. So you can get really specific about how you craft your own sound. It's crazy. Like honestly, I played with the Echo for like five minutes and I fell in love with it and I've been playing with it nonstop ever since. Like sometimes I'll go to sleep with my laptop just playing with the Echo because it's just beautiful and you'll understand why when Ableton 10 comes out. 
enough about that they also have the pedal the pedal is super dope i find just even dropping it on the insert of like a guitar or even like drums or just any like synth instrument if you just throw the new ableton pedal uh, audio effect on there like and you just turn it on without touching it it just gives it a fat sound like a big rich tone with some saturation it's really dope you're definitely gonna love that also, the drum bus is really cool. Uh, it actually has a transient on it too, so you can dial in transients and you can compress at the same time. And it gives you um, a nice deeper option of how you're EQing the drum bus in the low end to really dial it in and fatten up the sound and the tone of your drums, whether it's just an individual drum or like a full drum loop. You're gonna love the drum bus. The drum bus like seriously takes just drums to a whole new level of mixing. Um, also, there's a utility device upgrade, so you can now choose mono or like you have a bass mono switch and a bass mono frequency slider, so you can dial in the bass if you want to on a utility pretty well. And now um, they expanded the decibel range as well, so you can go from um, like negative infinity up to uh, minus 35 dB and get more surgical on how you change the volume on the utility. Anyway, um, also EQ8 the eq8 device now the frequency goes down to 10 hertz so you can go a lot lower um this is a lot like fab filters eq which is really famous for being super surgical a lot of professional engineers are into fab filters products and um you could go really low down to 10 hertz on that and now you can with ableton's eq8 as well also speaking of new devices and instruments we have the infamous wavetable which is basically ableton's version of serum for a lot of you producers out there you probably have heard of serum or played with it or use it on every track now ableton has its wavetable which is a lot like serum and it sounds amazing and you can get some incredible crazy fat analog type of sounds out of it for synthesizers for just weird sound design and all kinds of cool effects so wavetable is a beast you're gonna love that um, so that is part three of the new updates with Ableton Live 10 um, right now I'm working with some other professional producers that I am not able to mention yet and we are developing a community website that's gonna have a bunch of different courses including a push to course an intro to Ableton Live course and a producer tips and tricks course is what we have been developing right now as a team um, basically teaching you guys really quick things and tips and how to basically produce music in an organized fashion so excited to share that with you guys you can sign up for emails to to uh, let you know when that website and that platform is going to be launched in early 2018 go to learnabletononline.com that's learnabletononline.com and you can sign up for that newsletter and we'll finish this up uh... hello everybody last but not least this is part four of the new ableton live 10 updates and uh... it's all about the push to so push to for those of you who have never used a push to it's basically a means for you in the studio to produce and even perform on stage. Um, but basically you don't really need much music theory to make music anymore. Um, you can just mash your head on buttons and do some crazy intense programming and set a certain scale on the push to to make music to make sure all of your music's in the same key. You can dial into a lot of Ableton's rich features for audio effects and um, MIDI effects and programming notes and calling out instruments without ever having to touch your computer. So the push is basically Ableton's answer to the machine.
but on a whole deeper level. You barely ever have to touch your computer to basically produce and do anything you really can imagine. Um, and so this episode, we're going to talk about the new Push 2 updates with Ableton Live 10 coming out in 2018. And uh, let's just kind of go into them pretty quick. So you can now, from the Push, access a lot of features uh, on a deeper level. Um, and one of those features is converting audio to MIDI. So you can now convert audio to MIDI directly from the Push using the con Convert button. So that's pretty nice. And what that can do is it's great for like vocal chopping, especially in future bass kind of music. You hear a lot of like chopped up vocals and you can chop up any audio sample. So it could be a drum loop, it could be vocals, and you can throw that into a drum rack and play it back really quick, which is awesome with the push two now. Uh, also, the repeat button state um, in setting is now remembered for each track. So if you change track views, the repeat button is going to remember where it was on or off, so it doesn't reset every time you change the track. It's now also possible to arm a track with one hand um, by holding down the track select button. Uh, if you just hold it down longer, then it'll select it, um, so you don't have to use two hands as you did in the previous Ableton. You can also um, see nested chains. So you can now dive in deeper into different chain views within like instrument racks and other things like that. So you can get a little more surgical and deeper as far as the sound design and how you're making different instruments sound and editing them. Uh, there's also the collections folder is now labeled by color um, in the push to browser. So you can see more of your custom folders than you could before and accessing that in your library on the push. Um, the visualization of the EQ8 filter bands is now uh, available. It's pretty awesome. So you can actually dive into the EQ and see it on the screen on the push and just EQ on the fly pretty quick now with the push rather than having to jump back to your computer to do that for mixing. That's pretty awesome. Makes things faster. That's why we love Ableton. Um, there's also um, a graphical representation of activity view on the compressor. So now you can dive in on the compressor and you can get a little more surgical in how you're seeing the audio being played as you're compressing and accessing more controls on the compressor. Uh, you also can see um, like the filter envelope, the LFO envelope, and the pitch envelope banks for operator. So the operator is really awesome for creating synth sounds or pad sounds or even just crazy wobbly sounds that you hear in some EDM. Um, and the operator now it gives you more options and views on the push too. That's pretty dope. Also, uh, you can see more um, more of the visual more of the visualization excuse me of simpler's envelopes to the push two which is pretty sweet um, so just like I've been saying you can access a lot more information and see um, on a deeper level without having to touch your computer um, also you can now see um, notes shown on push two's clip mode so you can see when a MIDI clip is selected. Um, in a way that you couldn't before. Um, but that's basically a really quick rundown um, in this four-part series of the new Ableton Live 10 updates. There's a few things I didn't touch on. Those were all the notes I wrote down as, after going through like endless bullet points of logs that have been changed from Ableton 9 to 10. Um, if you aren't familiar with Ableton, and this is brand new, um, you can go to learnabletononline.com. We'll be releasing an Ableton um, 
course pretty soon with myself and some other professional full-time music producers that will be named later. Um, but yeah, so basically if you're interested in diving in and learning new tips and tricks, maybe you're an experienced Ableton user, maybe you're brand new, go to learnabletononline.com. You can sign up for the newsletter and get updates as they come. Once again, I'm Dan Giffen. Uh, love all you guys and stay tuned for some more cool stuff coming your way, teaching music production with Ableton Live.